You're listening to Racing World, brought to you by Perspective Group. It's your motorsport podcast show in conjunction with Race Control Magazine. Well, welcome to this, the Racing World podcast special on Indie Day qualifying. And boy, oh boy, were there some surprises out there, that's for sure. But at the end of the day, after 58 attempts against him, Scott Dixon remained the top qualifier leading into the Fast 9, which will be held tomorrow. He was the very first car out on track this morning, and as I just mentioned, 58 other attempts in total against him during the day, but no one bet the Kiwi Scott Dixon, averaging over his four laps a speed of 231.828 miles an hour. And for those of you that want to know in kilometres an hour, that's really fast. And secondly, his turn-in speed into turn three, one of the most important corners of the whole lot, 382 kilometers an hour that is seriously seriously fast uh, but to get things going in this podcast special i caught up with scott straight after qualifying had finished first of all for uh people that don't know congratulations last night on winning the jim clark trophy at the motorsport new zealand awards um people that aren't aware of that it's given to the driver who shows the most sportsmanlike attitude to the sport and fellow competitors and his natural ability. It's the highest honour in New Zealand motorsport, and you received that last night. So on behalf of everybody down here, and probably the guys up on stage with you right now, congratulations, bud. Well, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, thanks, David. It, you know, it, uh, it's always... Um, no. <laughs> Scott for president of New Zealand. <laughs> I did record a video for that, so hopefully they did receive it. Um, so yeah, no, it's it's you know uh, the Jim Clark Awards a, a big deal in New Zealand, and and actually I think through um, other parts of the world as well, uh, the UK and Scotland. Dario was telling me that he'd won it several times too. So um, you know it's uh, always. You know, I, just through this period of time, I wish I could get back to New Zealand to see my family and everybody. Haven't been down there for uh, you know almost two years, so um, yeah, it's always nice to to uh, see that. And I don't know, hopefully we can win it again. Trust me, man. If you come down here, you can't get back out again. That's the problem at the moment. That's why I'm not up there with you guys. Certainly became a little bit of a Honda lockout, you might say, but once again, the Chevys to beat with the Ed Carpenter racing cars with two cars inside the top nine, and at that same press conference, had the chance to catch up with Ed. Yeah, I mean, it's nice. We've been been in this situation before. Um, you know, it's, I think, some years more so than others, it's helpful to, to start as far forward as you can. It's hard to pass, so... You know, as much as in anything, just trying to put ourselves in the best position for, for next Sunday, and it's what we'll do tomorrow. TK and I were actually getting changed uh, before we came out to, to the uh, to qualifying, and he's like, hey, man, do you still get nervous? And I'm like, dude, I'm really nervous. I <laughs> like, couldn't put my socks yeah, on. Yeah, I was shaking to put my socks on. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think going first and then obviously, you know, normally the Friday I felt like I've done prep and kind of understand where it's going to, you know, go. Uh, but we'd made so many changes overnight and then also hadn't really had any clean runs yesterday afternoon. Our first run was the only run that we did and we were kind of downforced up, you know. So um, that was, you just hope that, you know, it's kind of, it's a big deal, right? You know, you, you're rolling out and then the first time you go into turn one at 240 miles an hour, you, you either, you know, you're hoping you're going to come out the other side in one piece. Um, just looking towards um, the, the race itself more than, say, what's going to happen tomorrow, what's the key differences that you're seeing between the race that we had last August and then being back where we really belong in the month of May? 
Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's going to race pretty similar. I think uh, some of the aero um, additions have, have been good. You know, I think for a lot of us, at least, I don't know, the way I think is, you know, the ambient conditions play a much bigger toll on it. You know, if it's going to be hot, it's going to be, you know, tough to pass. Um, you know, I think we saw earlier in the week when the weather conditions were pretty good, you know, the, the passing was, was uh, definitely a little bit easier. So, um, I don't know. This race is the toughest race in the world to win, and I don't see it being any different next week. Um, you know, if, if you do and, and are lucky enough to win this race, it, it, you know, you can feel very proud of it. So... Uh, unfortunately, there's 32 others that are that are pushing as hard and and have a good shot at it as well. Well, thanks very much, man. All the best to all four of you tomorrow for the fast nine. Well, great words there from Scott at the post-qualifying press conference where those four drivers were all present at it. And uh, interesting to see that both him and TK still get nervous at the uh, older statesman level, shall we say. Anyway, the other great performance I personally felt was the other Kiwi, Scott McLaughlin, qualifying 17th for the race, locked in at 17th, but more importantly, the fastest of all the Penske drivers. And that is majorly significant on his rookie appearance at the 500. So the big thing now for Rick Mears and co is just keep the enthusiasm at a, at a reasonable level and think about the race. And uh, well done, Scott McLaughlin. Um, it's just a, an outstanding performance. Of course, at the other end of the scale, Will Power, not in the race yet, runs the risk of being bumped out tomorrow as well. So there's a lot of pressure on Will. Seemed very dejected in what we saw within the coverage of the, the qualifying period today. But, you know, this is a man that can rise to the equation. But what we will see is a, a man that is definitely on a mission tomorrow to try and get in to the show. Gave it our best shot today. So see if we can get the Verizon 5G Chevy into the, the field tomorrow. Um, I think that if we just did a conservative run tomorrow, we should be okay. But it certainly puts it on the, like, if something goes wrong, you're out. So um, definitely nerve-wracking. Uh, but we did everything we could. I actually wish we got that last run because, uh, you know, he trimmed a bit more. And car felt very good on that last run. So looking at some of the others, and again, inside the top nine, a guy that's kind of flied a little bit under the radar early in the week and didn't really look like there was much there is uh, Andretti Autosports' Ryan Hunter-Ray. And, of course, he's now made the fast nine. And, you know, you can't rule him out of this. It's a Honda Power. It's an Andretti car. Uh, he's a former winner of the 500. There's there's a lot of boxes that are getting ticked there. So I kind of almost feel like Ryan Hunter Ray could be the little bit of the dark horse right now. And here he is uh, in the gasoline alley straight after qualifying today. Yeah, so it was a good day for the 28 DHL Honda. Uh, crew did a great job getting the car ready after practice, and we had a lot of speed in it. Uh, thankfully, it took that one run, uh, one and done today. So we're in the fast nine. Really proud of the team. Big turnaround from... Uh, from earlier in the practice session. So, uh, hey, we have a shot at it and uh, we'll give it our best tomorrow in the heat. It's gonna be uh, sliding around, slippery out there tomorrow, looking forward to it. Staying on the positive note, of course, a man that we thought maybe only 48 hours ago may not even be there, Santino Ferrucci. And of course, he's now in the show, did a great job, came back from that crash the other day, and he was a very, very happy man. Hey guys, qualifying day wasn't what we hoped. We're gonna start 23rd, so middle of row eight. I uh, started there before in 2019 and came home with a seventh place finish. Uh, and that was my first ever oval race. I'm looking forward to working with the guys tomorrow. We'll get our car really quick and race trim and uh, hopefully we'll move forward well enough and get into that top three. And then, of course, on the other end of the scale, the, the Ganassi car that struggled today, or didn't struggle really, but, you know, came into contact with turn two. Uh, Alex Palau 
qualified seventh. There seems to be the fact that the regulations say that he will still be there. There's a lot of grey around some of that, but at the moment he is in there. He'll start in the fast nine if the car's repaired. It'll be un unproven, although there is a bit of a practice session first thing tomorrow morning. So the big thing for Alex, though, is just to get back into it and uh, see what he can do when he takes for the fast nine. Hey guys, Alex here. I uh, just came back from the medical checks. Uh, we are good. Uh, fortunately, IndyCar is really safe uh, these days, but uh, I'm feeling really sorry for, for that crash, for all the Chip Ganassi racing team, but especially for the number 10 NTT data car. Um, we had a really fast car. I just tried to go maybe a bit too far today and I just lost it into two. Um, hopefully it's not going to be a, a long night. Um, I'll stay here with the team, pushing them and, and trying to help if I can. So, so tomorrow we can be back on track. So thank you guys and see you soon. Then of course there was the man that kind of rolled the dice when maybe they didn't need to and it was almost Will Power's lifeline to get back into the race. He was sitting on the bubble and that's Dalton Kennett from the AJ Foyt team. He was sitting there in 30th, safely in the race and then they decided to put him in the fast lane and go out there and try and re-qualify. Doing that, scrubbed his time off and had to set a new time. Very, very risky uh, procedure to do. It would have enabled Will to have got safely into the race, but Kellett in the end came through. Right, we're, we're not going to bump day, so that's a mission accomplished here today. Um, we didn't quite have the pace we thought we'd have coming out of Fast Friday, but that's just how it goes sometimes. Maybe we missed the gearing a little bit on that first run, and we made an adjustment, took a bit of a risk on trimming for this last run here. Had a big washout in two, kept it off the wall and uh, we just squeaked through. So happy for the 14, for the number four car. Got three of the four cars in the show and uh, we've got our work cut out for us to get up to get up, up the field during the race, but that's what next week we'll be, we'll be focusing on. And then other members of the Foyt organization uh, had kind of mixed days and not really where we thought they'd be to a certain extent. And one of those was Sebastian Bourdais. Well, we got that uh, 14 Rocket Chevrolet AJ Foyt Racing uh, in the show. Uh, so, not exactly where we want to be as far as the positions, but uh, it's safe in, it's in one piece, and uh, now we can uh, focus again on uh, dialing it in for the race, and uh, that's what we'll do tomorrow. So. And then the last of the four Foyt cars, uh, a, a great guy, just an all-round nice guy, you raced down here in New Zealand in a Formula Ford years and years ago, Charlie Kimball, and at the moment, he's like power, he's on the outside looking in, and they have got a big road ahead of them tomorrow. You know, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway throws you curves balls, and uh, today was definitely it. I think we we definitely executed, and I'm really proud of the number 11 Traceva Chevrolet team for all of their hard work all week long. We had started to see a speed delta. We kept following it, kept working on it. Uh, today it reared its ugly head and meant that we did not qualify for the 105th running the Indianapolis 500 yet. We get that opportunity tomorrow. We have a plan. The AJ Foyt Racing guys are gonna pull together. They've got three cars in the race. And I know that I'm going to have the support of all four cars to get it done when it matters on Sunday. Another one still outside the race, but he's been in this position before and well and truly capable of getting back in there in the drier Reinbold entry is Sage Karam. So uh, definitely not an ideal first day for qualifying here at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Uh, we're in the bottom five, so we'll be coming back tomorrow to do some bumping. Uh, we've been here before and, you know, we've come through before, so... Um, I definitely know we, we can deliver when we need to. I have a lot of faith in the DRR crew. 
Um, you know, and Team Chevy as well. It's been a tough day, but everybody's been working really, really hard. We did a couple runs, and um, I feel like we make the balance of the car better. It's just the track was getting hotter and hotter, so it was hard to go quicker. So um, hopefully we can come back uh, tomorrow and, and redo what we did a couple years ago and uh, make the show and, you know, put it in for, for the race on Sunday. And, uh, you know, I, I know we have a good race car, so if we can do that, you know, I'll be looking forward to it. Well, got a little bit of a keepsake with me now. This is from 2008. This is when I was producing the, the show at Indianapolis for TVNZ. This was a helmet that we had specially made up and, and painted up there by one of the very, very well-known helmet painters. Significant thing, though, 2008, that's when Dixon won the 500. Now, looking at those drivers that I've got to try and get in tomorrow, Will Power, Willie or won't he? I have a very bad feeling about that one, but let's wait and see. Uh Alongside him, Simona Di Silvestre in a sort of makeshift Penske entry. She is one gutsy lady. I, I was there the year she badly burned her hands. I'd love to see her in the race. Charlie Kimball, I think he'll get in. At the end, they'll, they'll struggle, but he's probably one of those ones that he could become the unlucky one. Hope he gets in. Nice guy. They're all nice guys. RC Ennison, sadly, first Indy 500 with a very small one-off team. I can't see them making the show. Uh, I just just can't see them getting there. And then Sage Karam, I believe he'll get in. He's been in this position before with Dryer Reinbold. The kid is tough. Uh, he's, a, he's a really nice kid. Spent a lot of time talking to him a couple of years ago. So it's going to be interesting because two of them are going to miss out. And it's anyone's guess. You've only got to have an incident like Alex Palau did today and she's game, set and match. So more to play for tomorrow. We'll report all on that. Plus who takes the fast nine, the bragging rights for pole position, 100 grand US in your bank account and then the countdown to the 105th running of the great race, the Indy 500.